0: I would like to welcome you to the second day and the last day of our seminar on Canto 2, Overview of Shriwai Bhagavatam. So here we have a picture. This is Chapter 6 of Canto 2. And here we have the universal form, fire coming out from his mouth and he's eating all of the offerings. The sun is his eye. And the nose, there is fragrance. Hmm. I think we need to turn the sound down a little bit. Um, it's, yeah, it's raining. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare. Krishna. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama um, Okay, that's better. Yeah. And so here, the first section, appearances of the Vishvarupa. Now what we need to do, what we learned yesterday is you need a service attitude. If you want to realize Krishna through the Rupa, you need a service attitude. And you need to um, reciprocate a feeling of love with Krishna by seeing the things of this world. Do not see them as your sense objects, but see them as your as a gurus, your shiksha gurus, the things of this world. We can learn by seeing the things of this world in relationship to Krishna, so here the second part Visharad uh, covers all. So, the, what what can you get by meditating on this universal form? Here we see all the animals, we see the demigods, the birds, the fish. Everything is in the universal form. The trees are the hairs of His body, and so. He gives freedom from fear, fulfillment of all desires, material pleasure, as well as death. Death comes from, we learned yesterday, if you're attracted to the smile of the universal form, the smile of Maya, then behind it are the teeth which can chew you to pieces. So again, everything is based on this book. All the pictures you're seeing are in this book. If you want, you can get one after the class from me. So this is chapter 6, part 1. We're seeing everything as part of universal form. Here is his lotus feet. And uh, here is the bones are the mountains. And we are seeing the stars are also there in his in the middle universal form. Faust is there. I'll read verse 7. Freedom from fear his lotus feet give and supply all our needs so that we may live. His does give shelter to both low and high planets that travel the material sky. So yes, if you want to get protection from fear, then you meditate on the lotus feet of the Lord in His universal form. So something we learned yesterday, we will also learn again today. Again, this is uh, confirmed. If you see the Lord from the front, so listen to these lessons. Because I'm going to ask you after the class, uh, not after the class, after the picture, after this picture, I'll ask you what lessons did you learn from this picture. So here's the first lesson. If you face the Lord, then you will see the personal form of the Lord. And if you face the back of the Lord, you will see the impersonal side of the Lord. Right, so Visharupa is like the sun. Um, Here we have, uh, it is uh, actually known as the impersonal feature. The backside is the Brahman and in the material world, everyone's trying to enjoy all these things from the universal form, but no happiness. But in the spiritual world, here we see Vaikuntha, the spiritual world, there is deathlessness, fearlessness, no anxiety. So lesson here in Vaikuntha, in the spiritual world, one experiences pure happiness, freedom from fear, freedom from anxiety. So, we can escape the clutches of the material energy by engaging in devotional service to Krishna. So, what was the other lesson we learned here in this picture? Does anybody remember? It was the same as yesterday. Okay. to know the speed of the Okay. Stick to the lotus feet to get freedom from fear. Yes. Good, good. And uh, serving the devotees might uh, take us closer to
1: Krishna.
0: Yes. Good. And another thing from yesterday that we learned in this picture also. That is, what happens if you see the Lord from the front? From
1: the back you see the 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 personal. From the the back you
0: see the impersonal. Yes. Part two of? Chapter 6, sacrifice for Vishnu, here we see everybody's doing sacrifice. So the demigods, after uh, the universal form was manifested, they wanted to do a sacrifice to please the Lord. Sacrifice for Vishnu, because they were grateful to the Lord for manifesting this beautiful form. So out of gratefulness, we do sacrifice for Vishnu. And if you sacrifice for Vishnu, you will get peace of mind. And peace of mind. But what kind of sacrifice must you do to please the Lord? So if you do, So here's the first lesson: If you do sacrifice to please the Lord, you will get peace of mind. You want peace? Everybody wants peace of mind but they're not doing sacrifices. Like in Australia, there was no rain. Why there's no rain? No sacrifice, no rain. Without sacrifice, then you cannot get rain. So then we did kirtan, one week kirtan in Marwanamba, and they got rain now for since 10 days. Since that sacrifice, they've got rain every day, and rain is coming in Sydney, and the fires are being put out so if you don't satisfy the Lord in sacrifice, then you will not get rain. And we learned the lesson, peace of mind is gained by performing sacrifice to please the Lord. Now, catch the Lord's lotus feet. So Brahma, he's he's instructing Narada about the sacrifice, about universal form. But Brahma says, because I have caught the lotus feet, here we see him catching the lotus feet of Krishna, he got three things happened because he caught the lotus feet. What are those three things? His words have never proven false. His mind, his control, is not hindered in his progress. And his senses are not degraded. So body, mind and words, if you sincerely perform devotional service, you're protected by Krishna. So your thoughts, words and deeds will be perfect. It will be infallible. So that's the second lesson we learn here. Cash the Lord's lotus feet. Hold on tightly and your words will be truthful. Your senses will be controlled. You will not get degraded. So here he is again and again, catching the Lord's lotus feet. Lord Brahma, we should follow the example of Lord Brahma. He's, he's, he's preaching, he's teaching everyone to catch the lotus feet. I'll read verse 35. Although I have wisdom and am very austere, endowed with mystic powers worshipped by all great seers, I cannot understand my origin and source, which is He, the Lord of all power and force. So, He is saying, "I cannot understand Krishna, even though I am the Creator. I've done so many austerities. So, how to understand the Lord um, by surrender with a devotional attitude?" I I tried to understand Prabhupada, he's also different, devotees are also difficult to understand, pure (laughs) devotees, so I I was watching him um, very intently, watching Prabhupada, his every move, and I was trying to understand with my intelligence, how is he doing this? Is he here? Is he in another world? He looked like a, a, a movie projection on the screen. Not not something from this world, nobody in this world I ever saw, like Prabhupada. So then uh, I understood, I cannot understand with my brain, I must do service. By service you can understand. So same thing with Krishna, by surrender with devotional attitude you can understand Krishna. And here, he, here is Krishna and with all the parts of, of the universal form, everybody is part of his body. So, Krishna includes everything and everyone in the universe. If you just worship Krishna, then you worship everything. Uh, ultimately, he is the source. Here is Krishna up here, and there is Vishnu, but Krishna is the source of, of all the uh, crucial avatars. He is the source of the universal form. So, therefore, if we worship, we worship Krishna, so we're, uh, we worship everything. Okay, so, what lessons did we learn here in this uh, picture? If you, me, you do peace If you do sacrifice for Vishnu, you get peace of mind. Good, good. Catching the lotus feet of the Lord uh,
2: will, have them, will, will have been thoughts, words and deeds. Thoughts, words
0: and deeds. If you catch the lotus feet of the Lord, your thoughts, words and deeds will be perfect.
2: Was it Everything, is Everything is included if you
0: worship Krishna. Good, good. Freedom from anxiety. Freedom from anxiety. Freedom from fear. All these things come if you worship Lord Krishna. Now, how to understand the Lord? What do you need? Surrender with devotional attitude. Very good. Very good. So, chapter seven. Now we're getting into the incarnations. You might recognize some of these. Here we have Varaha, Dattatreya. Uh, who is number two? Is Yagya, Kapila, Prithu, Shinadev. Who is this?
2: Ram. Damantri.
0: Oh, oh, yeah, Ram is somewhere there. Here is Narayana Rishi. Ram is over here. He's, in, he's got a section all by himself. Mm-hmm. These are different avatars. Parishara, Hamsa, Vamanade, Gajan, uh, Hari for Gajendra, Matsya, Hayagriva, Korkumaras, uh, Rishabdev over here. And of course, Krishna is the origin of all of the incarnations. Now, Lord Ram left for the forest with Sita, He was lamenting and here he shows this picture, he's angry because he called the ocean to come and the ocean did not come. So there's a lesson we can learn from this, that the Lord has transcendental emotions. The Lord also gets angry, sometimes he gets angry, but these emotions are transcendental and all our emotions come from him. First, he has all these emotions, and we feel them because he has them, and everything we have comes from him. Now the second one, here we see him killing Ravana. Second lesson we learn: if the Lord wants to kill someone, no one can save him, and if he wants to protect someone, no one can kill him. So, what was the first lesson about Lord Ram?
1: The Lord has transcended emotions? Transcendental emotions. Yes. All the emotions, come, All from emotions come from the Lord.
0: And so he was <laughs> lamenting when when he was when Sita was taken away from him. Sita was kidnapped. He was lamenting. He was angry. He was lamenting. And he was angry with Ravana especially and killed him. And what was the second lesson we learned here? Lord wants to kill someone, no one can protect him. And Lord wants to protect someone, no one can kill. Now, we're going to Krishna, Krishna Balaram. Here's Krishna. And the lesson we learned from Krishna Krishna comes in this world in his youthful form, every youthful form. Why does Krishna come here? To perform activities to please his pure devotees who like to discuss about Him. So, Krishna comes here to give us something to talk about. He wants to please His devotees. Please His devotees who like to talk about Him. So, sometimes He showed the power of God. Here He's lifting Govardhan Hill. Although He was only seven years old, He lifted, if you go and go to Vrindavan, you can see Govardhan Hill today. You can see it's I mean, how can a seven-year-old lift that mountain? He must be God. So sometimes they show he was God. But if you talk to the rich they'll say, no, no, he cannot do that. He's only a child. They do not accept him as God. The rich even today, don't accept Krishna as God. They think he's just a little boy. Very cute boy. So... I'll read verse 29. Just after Kaliya was chastised, the Rajvasis were by fire surprised. The forest blazed where they took rest. Vakrishya drank the fire and finished their distress. So here we have him knocking down the twin Arjuna trees. Here's Kaliya Lila. Here's the fire, forest fire where he swallowed the forest fire, yes, just imagine, maybe you saw some of the videos of those fires, and imagine Krishna swallowing that little boy, Krishna, swallowing that huge fire, it was like that, the fire was like that in Vrindavan too, and uh, they didn't have any fire trucks, Krishna just swallowed the fire. So yes, Krishna can do it. So sometimes he appeared like God, but mostly he, he wanted to be, show his mother and the Vajvasis love, so they could feel love for him. So they, and these Vajvasis, they did not suffer uh, the miseries of this material world because they had so much uh, love for Krishna. Now here we have Kali Yuga incarnations, Buddha, who came to teach non-violence, And here we have Yasudev writing all the scriptures for different kinds of people. And Kalpi is yet to come. He's predicted it will still take another 427,000 years before he comes. But you don't want to be here at that point because everybody will eat everybody else. And there will be no food. So you eat your children, you eat your father. Yes, that's that's what people will be like. You don't want to be born, so make sure you finish in this life to go back to Godhead. Don't yeah, stick yeah. around. Don't come back here to see what happens in Kali Yuga. It will be first ten thousand years okay. That will be golden golden time of chaitanya First ten thousand years all right, but don't come after that because everything will be finished. So that now we have the last part is the Guna Avatars, Shiva, Brahma and Vishnu in charge of three modes of material nature. At the beginning of creation, there's Lord Brahma and the prajapatis the sages who who generate children to fill up the universe. During maintenance, there's Lord Vishnu and the demigods and the kings. At the end there's irreligion, Lord Shiva, the atheists and full of anger. So, how to understand all these things? Again, there's another lesson here. By your surrender. According to how much you surrender, that much you can understand Krishna. So I'm going to read verse 46. As sinful beings serve a pure devotee from Maya's clutches, they can be set free. So here we have the Bhagavatam class serving pure Here we have people chanting Hare Krishna, here everybody's chanting, even the dog is chanting. Prabhupada said in one lecture, even the dog can take part in his chanting. And we have seen that when we traveled. In Russia there was one dog who was following the Hare Han. He would come to mangalarti and put his, he would offer obeisances on top of all the shoes of the devotees this was in a park, where we just had a program for one week in the park, and so joined us and mm-hmm. in our, So yes, uh, one can know the Lord according to His Surrender, that's the lesson here. Now, now this last part, here we have devotees attending Bhagavatam class. So Prabhupada says in the purport here that topics like the creation, maintenance, destruction these are meant for persons who are in the clutches of external energy. Raslila is meant for liberated souls, not conditioned souls. So therefore Prabhupada says conditioned souls must hear with appreciation and devotion the Lord's relationships with the external energy. And this is as good as hearing Raslila and liberated stage. Okay. So what lessons did we learn here in this Picture.
2: Krishna reciprocates according to your level of surrender. According to your surrender,
0: then he will reveal himself to you. Good. Good. And one more lesson here. Krishna comes here to please his devotees and? So they can discuss. That's something to talk about. Yes, yes. Yeah, Srila Prabhupada um, was preaching to one man and he was telling the man that, you know, we could have a, a daily newspaper of Krishna consciousness. The man said, how is that possible, you can have a daily newspaper? And Prabhupada, and, and Prabhupada said, we could have a, a newspaper every second, every minute, with news. Because the spiritual world is three-fourths, and this world is only one-fourth of the energy of Krishna. So there's much more news. Uh, to be had from the spiritual world than there is from this world. There's unlimited planets there, and they're doing different kinds of services. There's Vaikuntha, Yodhya, Mathura, Dwaraka, Kualoka Vrindalai, Navadurin, Javanakuri, all in the spiritual world. Okay, so now we go to Chapter 8. Questions by Maharaj Pariksit. So he's, first of all, we hear the glories of Srimad Bhagavatam. There's some very beautiful verses here uh, in the beginning of this chapter, and we will learn some lessons from these verses. So here, Pariksit is, this is Pariksit speaking, he's recommending that we hear Bhagavatam. Here, these devotees are discussing Shrimad Bhagavatam. When we discuss Bhagavatam, the sound incarnation, Bhagavatam, comes and sits in the lotus of our hearts. And then Krishna will reveal himself. Here we see in this verse, uh, verse 5, that lust, anger, and hankering are running away. is sitting, here's the lotus of the heart, uh, lotus of his loving relationship. And then the last verse, we do have a lesson here in verse 6 that, um, oh, no, verse five, there's a lesson. Hearing Bhagavatam cleans the heart from lust, anger, and pankering. If you hear Bhagavatam, then you'll be free from lust, anger, and pankering. Then verse six, I'm going to read, chapter eight, verse six, Beautiful three beautiful verses in the beginning of chapter eight. A traveler coming home from a long sojourn is fully satisfied to his home return. In a similar way, the Lord's purity Bodhi is 'er ever satisfied his lotus feet to see. So just imagine you've gone on a long, long trip, and finally you reach home, and you feel happy. So what this means is we're all on a long, long trip, and when we get to the lotus feet of Krishna, we'll be so happy and satisfied. So don't wait till you finish this life, do it before. Go to the lotus feet now and be satisfied. And this is uh, the lesson Krishna's lotus feet, give full satisfaction. We can do it now. Uh, So we take the order of the spiritual master as our life and soul, and the devotee doesn't worry about the future of his life. There's so many, maybe so many troubles on the path, but when we remember our affectionate relationship with Krishna, then we can become pacified. So, what is the real home? This body is not our home because we're going to leave it. It's very temporary. Our real home is the lotus of Krishna. So, when we remember that, then we'll be satisfied. So, now the second part is. So, this is Glories of Shrimad Bhagavatam, first part. The second part is Krishna's question. He asked so many questions about Maya about uh, Brahma, he asks about uh, the soul, Krishna, whosha avatars, and planetary systems, all the planets, the whole, and here's different incarnations. So these are all his questions that he's asking about the soul, especially. Um, So, he wants to also know the difference between the body and the soul, because he wants to establish the philosophical basis of Srimad Bhagavatam. So, he's taking shelter, spiritual master, inquiring from him, and that is his determination here, Krishna's determination. um, We heard in the first canto how he was afflicted by hunger and thirst, and now he's saying, "I, I don't feel. Hungry or thirsty, and he's fasting from water and food and not and sleep, just for seven days hearing Srimad Bhagavatam. That's all he's doing because he only has seven days. We can do it every day. We don't have to fast. though. <laughs> so, that's, so, Prabhupada was very merciful. He's, he gave us a nice merciful message. We eat Krishna prasadam even on Akashay. We can eat, and it uh, will be okay. And so righteous determination, here he is, he's drinking up Krishna-kata, and that's why he's not feeling hunger or thirst. So this is a lesson here, by hearing Bhagavatam you can conquer, conquer hunger and thirst, control hunger and thirst by hearing Sriman Bhagavatam. So what was the other lessons we learned here from those? Very nice verses.
2: real is Krishna.
0: Yeah. Uh, hold on to the lotus feet of Krishna, and And you'll feel satisfied like a traveler after a long journey. And the other lesson? The news, which is present in spiritual, is truthful, is transmitted in the world, is
1: so there's lots happening in lots of
0: news from the spiritual world, lots of things to talk about, okay? Any other? Lesson.
2: Shravanam Kirtanam Vishnu. Kirtanam. Yeah, so if we hear Bhagavanam uh, then it helps us control lust, anger and hankering. Lust, anger and
0: hankering if we hear Shima Bhagavatam. Very good. So if you're having trouble with lust, anger or hankering, hear Shima Bhagavatam. And that will help you to control these things which pull you down. Okay, now we're going to Chapter Nine, and here Brahma is looking down. he's climbing down the lotus flower. he hears tapa and he climbs back up and he performs austerities for one thousand celestial years. And so many people inquire, you know how how we were with Krishna, how did we fall? And so, Prabhupada says that is due to the influence of the material energy. We fell due to that influence, but actually we're not fallen. uh, We just think we're fallen. We think we're this body. Uh, We think I am this body and all these things are mine. Uh, So we can be free from the illusory energy by changing our perception of this world. We can think I I am the servant of Krishna. That's the real I. That's our real identity. And what is mine? Krishna is mine. This is a lesson here. We should think, I am a servant of Krishna. Krishna is mine, and I am Krishna's. I belong to Krishna, Krishna belongs to me. And then we can be free from the illusory energy. If we surrender to Krishna and we have this, accept the reality, I am the servant of Krishna. This is the reality. This is who, actually who we are. I'll read verse seven. The speaker of the sounds, so here he's climbing down a little The roadside. Speaker of the sounds he tried to find, but being unable, he fixed in his mind the sounds tapa that he had heard. So he act on the meaning of that word. He performed austerity. Tapa means austerity. And so what happened after he performed tapa? he saw Vaikuntha. He saw Vaikuntha, he saw the Lord Narayan sitting on his throne in Vaikuntha. And here he saw everybody uh, in Vaikuntha. No influence of time, no past, present, and future. And uh, because the sky has no color, why is, why is the sky blue? Because that's the color of Krishna. So you can see Krishna every day when it's not cloudy. Just look at the sky, you can see his effulgence of his body. And Robert said, when you go to the, to the spiritual world, if you go to Vaikuntha, you'll get four hands. And if you get four hands, you can eat as much as you want. Now, you can, now we want to eat more? With four hands, how much can you eat? <laughs> so that was his lecture on this. And the airplanes are made of jewels and gold. And you fly on swans. Swans carry you. So time of death, you will see these airplanes. You remember Krishna at the time of death. Jain Krishna, remember Krishna at the time of death. You will be carried by one of these swan airplanes. And there's no dust, but the ladies are cleaning. They're cleaning the walls, although there's no dust. So what happens when you serve Krishna uh, purely? then Krishna will give you Himself. In the spiritual world, Krishna gives Himself. Lord Narayan gives Himself. Krishna will give Himself to you. So this is a lesson. If you are if you don't want anything, just His service, then He will give Himself. So here's the last section. The Lord is pleased. He had Brahma fell down when He got Darshan, and the Lord offered obeisances. So what did he, how did the Lord show His pleasure? He shook the hand of Brahma here. The Lord is shaking hands. So the Lord will shake hands with you if you also please him If you follow the path of Brahma. Believe in Krishna. Hear about him from Gita and Bhagavatam. I'll read verse 19. The Lord being pleased shook Brahma's hand for he was worthy to follow his command. The Lord stood before him, satisfied and to Him the power to create self-life. So if you preach about Krishna, then Krishna will one day shake your hand. Or come and shake your hand and say, thank you very much, thank you very much. Well, when Prabhupada was here, we were Pujari in Calcutta, and he didn't shake our hand, but he, he, he said, thank you very much. So that was nice, he called us up. Right, so the Lord will shake your hand. And what is the ultimate realization of the Lord is to see Him face to face. So this is a lesson, Um, by practicing bhakti yoga, we can see the Lord face to face. And He may shake our hand also, or He may embrace us. Okay, so lessons from this picture I am... Oh yes, yes. I am serving, uh, I am I'm serving of Krishna. Krishna, Krishna and Krishna is mine. Very good. That is our, our real identity that we have to discover. Now it's covered by chanting Hare Krishna, hearing Bhagavata. We uncover our real identity. Okay, any other lessons? We can be complete from initially okay. living by surrender to the
1: Lord, and accepting as I am the servant of God.
0: Free from illusory energy, yes.
1: He can give Himself
0: to the pure devotees. yes. If you engage in His unalloyed devotional service without asking anything, then He will give Himself to you. You will see Krishna face-to-face. This is the ultimate realization. And that's why I joined this movement. Because I asked them, the, day, the first day I came to temple, I said, what do I have to do? What is the process? They said, you chant, dance, eat. I said, okay, if I chant, dance, eat, what will happen? What will I get? What will be the result? They said, you will see God face to face. I said, okay. I want to see God because the previous guru I had said, I will be God. But I said, no, it, did, it doesn't work. I cannot be God, I want to see God. That is better. Better idea than trying to be God. It doesn't work. Good. So part two of chapter nine. Now there's going to be lots of lessons here. But first, Brahma is going to ask some questions. How does the Lord create, maintain an annihilate? And he also requests to be empowered so he will not be proud uh, by his service of creation. So, because uh, the devotee knows, How how do you not be proud by doing some service? The lesson is you know where is your power coming from. It's coming from the Lord, and I'm just an instrument. So that's how you can keep uh, away from pride, by knowing you are an instrument of the Lord. Now in this chapter, there is the chatu shloki, the seed verses of Bhagavatam. Um, Here the first one is, uh, Krishna says, that I was there before the creation, I am there during the creation, and I am there after. I'll read verse 33. Before the creation there was nothing but Me, and it is only Me that you now see. After annihilation, only I will remain. Nothing else exists. By Me all is sustained. Now very, very important that we not just read the verse but we also understand the purport of this verse because Sri Prabhupada expands the verse to include his pure devotees in the spiritual world Krishna is never alone Krishna, is, Krishna and his devotees were there before Krishna and his devotees are there during in the spiritual world Krishna and his devotees are there after so the lesson is the lord and devotees exist eternally So that's why it's so important to read the purports and get the light which Srila Prabhupada sheds on these verses. So now, that is the first one. Krishna is before, during, after, and his devotees. Second verse is about Maya, and Maya is always behind the Lord. So in this verse, everything has a relationship with Krishna, but in the second, verse of chattu it says, if you forget the relationship with Krishna, that's called maya. So here's maya, people are under maya forgetting Krishna, and the activities of living entities are reflections of the light and darkness, because we are also light because we are originally spiritual living entities, but now our light is covered by this material body. So only sunlight from outside can drive away the darkness. So here we see Krishna driving away the darkness of this material world. So what, what's um, part of Krishna, what is the light coming from Krishna, which drives away the darkness of this material world? The light is Krishna's instructions, which he gives through Guru Sadhu Shastra. So this is the lesson from the second verse. The only light in this world is Krishna's instructions given through Guru, Sadhu, and Shastra. So the absolute truth, Krishna is the light, he's the sun. Maya is darkness. And Maya means no sun. There is no sunlight here. Absence of sunlight. But when you become Krishna conscious, and passion and ignorance vanish, and mode of goodness comes, and then you can make spiritual advancement. So now, the, that's the second verse. Now the third verse is here, how the Lord is simultaneously one and different from this creation. The Lord is within everything by His energies, but He lives eternally in the spiritual world. And how to understand the mystery of This, how you can understand Krishna is in the spiritual world, Krishna is also here, if you have love of Godhead. That is the mystery. The mystery is love of Godhead. So here's the lesson if you have love of Krishna, you can see Krishna in every atom. And at the same time, you can see Krishna in the spiritual world, doing his leela, his activities. So this is. Uh, Prema, if you have prema, if you have love of Krishna, you will see this will be your vision. You will see it Lord in every atom, Lord in everyone's heart, and you will see at the same time there's a TV in your heart which is showing the spiritual world. Now our TV is broken, the spiritual TV in our heart is broken, so we don't see what's happening in the spiritual world. How to fix the TV in our heart? Guru, Sadhu, and Shastra are the repairmen for the TV in our heart. So the pure devotee, he's seeing in in his heart the Lord's name, is to pastimes, is being televised in the heart of such devotees. And that is because their connection is love. That is the connection you need to get the TV going in your heart, is love of Godhead. And we all have that love in our heart, we just have to take out the garbage that's covering it now. And then we will see. So that's the secret that makes one see the Lord. Secret is love. So now, so we're learning a lesson from each of these. Now the last verse, this, the first two verses were about sambandha, relationship with the Lord, knowledge of relationships. The second verse was about prayojan or the goal, the goal of life, and the third that is Kriyujan, the third one is Abhideya, or the process of devotional service. So to enfold the mystery of bhakti-yoga, this is very important, you must inquire, it says you must inquire about the Absolute Truth, Saracra Sarada, always and everywhere, you must inquire, and. This devotional service is open for all. In the purport, there's a 10-page purport, and it talks about how even the insects can do devotional service. Even the animals can do devotional service. We see examples, Hanuman, Yajendra. Uh In Vrindavan Temple, we have pigeons. They fly inside. They come on top of the big, big gates which open for the deities. They come inside and they sit on top of those gates, and I saw one pigeon flapping his wings and all the flower petals were coming down, he was cleaning the gates. So he was doing devotional service for Krishna. So, Bhakti Yoga, this is the last verse, devotional service in all continents, all planets, all universes, Bhakti Yoga is current, and success is guaranteed for a devotee who fully engages any one of his senses in devotional. Service even during annihilation, you can do devotional service. So, the lesson, uh, the Lord, the glories of the Lord must be always in every word heard, heard, chanted, and remembered, always and everywhere, directly and indirectly. So, the last lesson, verse fifty-seven, the Lord told him that now you have heard this most confidential knowledge. If you become fixed in this four seed verses, then no pride will disturb you. So be fixed in the four seed verses of so, Srimad Bhagavatam. So the last part, Chapter spoke, expanded. How the Lord Hari is fulfilling desires for everyone. And liberation, real liberation means to engage in devotional service. So pure devotees, they not only preach but they show example how to be a devotee so the best lesson here best preaching is by example and if you want to get knowledge then you have to serve the devotee inquire from him submissively and uh, then you will get knowledge of the lord okay so we had lots of lessons here anybody remember a lesson from this yes uh, the light emanating from Krishna. Light emanating from Krishna is? It's instruction. Is mm-hmm. in the instruction. His instructions in the darkness mm-hmm. yeah. of the material world. Good. That is the second chapter Any other?
2: And also,
0: Svamide Abhutaya Kravya. Svamide Abhutaya in, yes. Krishna is present now
1: in the future.
0: Oh, he's, yes. He's there before, during and after. That's the first verse of chapter <coughs> Not only Krishna, who else? Devotions. His devotees. Yeah. <laughs> Exists eternally, before, during, and after creation. Okay, what else did we learn here? What's that? Everybody can do It's open for everybody. Sargacha, always and everywhere, we should do devotional service to Krishna, and inquire about it also. Okay, yes? See, huh? The goal of Krishna consciousness is to see God face-to-face. Is to see God face-to-face, okay. And one ch- more chapter, Sloka, we need here. We're missing. Krishna no, is everywhere, sorry.
1: Bhakti has
0: all three Sambandha, Abhidaya. Krishna,
1: okay.
0: Krishna is everywhere. Krishna is everywhere. Simultaneously one and different, that is the third one. So what, the third one is Krishna, simultaneously one and different. So how do we realize this truth? What is the secret? Love, love. By love you can realize how Krishna is everywhere. Not only here in every atom, he's in the spiritual world, in Goloka Vrindavan, doing his pastimes. So that can be realized by love. Good, good. Even animals
1: can do devotional service. Even animals animals can do, do. yes,
0: Yes. even animals. Not so easy, but they can do. There are examples in the scriptures. Hanuman. Good. Okay, we'll go to the last chapter, Chapter 10, Part 1. Now, this chapter is entitled, Bhagavatam is the Answer to all questions. Ten subject subject matters are here in the first verses. Ten subjects is the first um, section here. And this Jiva Goswami has said, you find the ten subjects in all of the twelve cantos. So first we hear Sarga, creation, Visarga, sub-creation of Lord Rama, And then we have uh, stana, or the right situation for living entities, is to obey the laws of God. We have the manus here, giving the right direction how to go back to Godhead. For conditioned souls, what is causing them to act in this world is uta, utaya, or desire for productive activity. So then we have ishanokata. Um, signs of God, Narrations of the Activities of the Lord and His Devotees. Nirodha, Destruction, where everybody goes back into Vishnu. Nirodha, Mukti. Mukti is when you get your eternal form. And Ashraya is Krishna. He's the shelter of all these things. Even Vishnu, He's, Krishna is the shelter of soul, super soul and everything in this creation. and All the ten topics, all the nine topics are taking shelter of Krishna. They're dependent upon Krishna. He's a shelter even of Paramaha and Ramana. So then after we hear the ten topics, we hear about the Pusha avatars, how they come. Here's Sridaksaya Vishnu, here's Gargadaksaya Vishnu, here's Mahavishnu, the three Vishnus. Why do we come? That's a good question. And the lesson is, the living entities exist. We exist by the mercy of the Lord and we are meant for His enjoyment. That's the purpose of our life, to be enjoyed by Krishna. We are meant for His enjoyment. So, time of creation, Mahavishnu expands himself to different energies. From him comes material energy and living entities. Simultaneously, one and different from him. Right. So, um, I forgot to tell you the first lesson about Mukti. But I did. I mentioned it, but I didn't tell you it was a lesson. That Mukti is the permanent situation of, of, of our form after we give up the changeable material bodies. Our eternal spiritual form is actually Mukti, or liberation, when we get our eternal spiritual form. Uh, so, that's important. And what was the other lesson we learned here?
2: Um, the creation of death and
0: Okay. Oh, the purpose of existence. For Krishna's sake. The mercy oh, right. of o- the Lord. For His uh, enjoyment. For His enjoyment, yes. For His enjoyment.
1: All the nine topics are uh, for
0: Yes, yeah, all of the nine topics are are depending on Krishna for his uh, support for support. They're dependent. They cannot exist alone without Krishna. He is he is the asha, he's the support, he's the shelter of all the other nine topics. So, Vishnu expands, that's the second part. We'll go to part two here. Here we have a close-up of the Vishvarupa. And the bones and are his. Are the mountains, the veins are the rivers. Here we have the ocean in his in his middle. Does anybody remember what's the benefit of swimming in the ocean? Yeah, Good for digestion because it's in the abdomen. Yeah. So if you have any problem with your stomach, go jump in the ocean, and you'll feel relieved. And the rivers, the veins. What are the rivers good for? Uh, for circulation. For the nerves and for the vein. If you have problem with blood circulation, the rivers will give you a natural massage. And and also for nerves, it's very very good to bathe in rivers. Good. Um, so. Another th- important thing to know is that without the, the Lord seeing, we cannot see. We are, we're eyes are dependent on His His seeing. Because He sees, we see. Because He smells, we smell. Because And here we have the different demigods coming around. Surya Dev for his eyes, and uh, Ashini Kumaras for the nose, uh, Agni Dev for his mouth. Different demigods, for is there different senses. Uh, but ultimately, we want to go to Krishna. Three
2: hmm. modes. Yes. Three modes.
0: Three modes. Oh yeah, yeah. They're all coming from the universal form, parts of his body. Yeah, vegetables are his. Are the hairs in his body, vegetables and trees are the hairs. Here's the trees There are the hairs on his body. So I'm going to read verse 29 now, which is part two. The Supreme desire to take food and drink, and the intestines with arteries so were linked, both under the control of the rivers and seas, whose influence prevents metabolic disease. So, if our body is in line with the universal form, with the harmony, then we can be free of disease. So, that's important. Ayurvedic medicine balances the dosas so that we're in harmony with the rest of the universe and we're balanced. So, then, beyond this gross and subtle forms here, as Krishna in the spiritual world. We heard about Moti, that's where we want to go back to home, back to Godhead. Get beyond this universal form, gross and subtle. So we end here with creation, maintenance and destruction. From the Lord all the beings are expanded. Everybody is expanded from Krishna, coming from Krishna. And that's the creation. The Lord appears in all species of life, but He's transcendental. Here He's toward his He's uh, called, but his body, even though he takes these forms, his body is transcendental. And everything happens by his glance. He glances at material nature and everything is set into motion. So we'll end. There's three types of creation here. There's The first one is Mahakalpa. That's the creation of Mahavishnu with 16 elements. Then there's the Vikalpa. That's the creation of Brahma. Then there's Kalpa, that's the creation every day of Brahma. Kalpa is a day, so maha-kalpa, vikalpa, and kalpa. Kalpa is a day of Brahma when he wakes up in the morning, everything's finished, he has to create again. Every morning he forgets, he offers prayers, and he remembers how to create, and that we'll hear about in the third canto. Okay, so we'll end up with the, this is the ten topics of Bhagavatam Sarga, Visarga, Stana, Maintenance, Potion of Protection, Uti, Creative Impetus, mantras Reigns of manas, Ishanapatha, Signs of God, Nirodha, Annihilation, Mukti, Liberation, and Asha, Samangona. So we'll stop here if there's any questions. Um, and you also get the two posters with this book. One is this poster here of the Ten topics of Shimad Balbita. These are the ten topics. That's up there that you get here. This book also. Okay. Any questions? Yes. Did you, do the you have a What? Did you
2: do
0: the artwork? Is that you? Pardon? I can't...
1: Did you say. do
0: the artwork? No, no. I had an artist, but we discussed every verse. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we did it together. She drew the drawings, but we we told what to draw. We we discussed that. There was... We discussed the whole Bhagavatam. We have up until tenth canto Part Three uh, printed. Okay. Yes, you have a question? Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: Questions. The first one is the Chetusloka. Chetusloki. Uh, so, what are the members, Matthi? Like, Canto
0: 2. Oh, no, Canto 2, Chapter 9, verses 33, 34, 35, 36. That's the Chetusloki. Thank you. Okay. Uh, yeah. Your second question? Yes, second question. Now, Matthi, um,
2: so, would you please kindly explain uh, the uh, creation, like, uh, and In a bit more detail, what is, like? How does it start? Yeah. And how does so first of, it of all,
0: uh, Mahavishnu glances at Maya. With his glance, from if you this is from Brahma Samhita. In his glance, there are three things that he impregnates Maya with. Just by his glance, he impregnates Maya with uh, karma of the living entities, jiva, the living entities. Their karma. And Kala, time. So when he glances at Maya, these three things go into her womb. At the same time, universes are coming from the pores of his body. So this is happening simultaneously at the beginning of creation from Mahavishnu. This
2: is before Brahma.
0: Hmm? Before, yeah, before Brahma. And, and he creates, and after she creates, from her comes Mahatattva. Mahatakva comes three, false ego in three modes, goodness, fashion, ignorance. In goodness, the mind and demigods are created. In fashion, the intelligence and senses are created. In ignorance, the sense objects and the um, elements are created. But everything is all not put together, it's in pieces. So the demigods pray, and then the Lord takes all these elements goes into the universe, which is empty. And then uh, when he goes into the universe, all the pieces come together in the universal form. So then all the pieces are together. That's the second creation, second vision. And Brahma is born. Then the third creation is Brahma. Brahma creates. And he makes all the planets and everything and puts them in their place and everybody in their place. And, and the universal form. So three creations, actually, Three expansions. The like Yashirakshayi Vishnu expands and that creation of, of Brahma and uh, he enters everyone's heart as super so Paramatma. So we have Paramatma. Mahavishnu's is Paramatma of the whole cosmic manifestation, all the universes. Gaurakshayi Vishnu is Paramatma of this one universe. And Sridhar is paramatma in everyone's heart in every atom. So there's three, three types of paramatma according to uh, their expansions. Anybody else have a question? So
2: do we have a, a painting or a diagram <laughs> of, of all this somewhere? Of all these?
0: Well, it's just all together you have to read. We don't have that just of creation. I mean, it's there uh, throughout these books. Um, there is like there was one back here. Um I wish I wish I... Yeah. Uh we have Krishna up here. There's my here here and this is uh chapter nine two no chapter ten. Chapter ten part one. We're talking about the uh, guna avatars, the Purusha avatars, sorry, Purusha avatars. Here's Krishna at the beginning. Then there's Mahavishnu glancing at Maya. And then we have Garbadaksha Vishnu with Lord Brahma at, at coming into the universe. And uh, then we have Shirdakshaya Vishnu down here, expanding his Paramahami every atom and every one's heart. Mm-hmm. So it's there. Uh, Throughout the verses. So
2: is Mahavishnu the same as Dharma and
0: Yeah, he's, he's the origin. He's first. First is Mahavishnu, then the second is. Oh, Karna, karna yes, exactly. Karna Vishnu is Mahavishnu. Karna Savishnu is Mahavishnu. Thank you. Karna Savishnu. Yeah. Any other questions? Yes? the <coughs> Yeah.
1: Um, service, Shiva. That's what Shiva's
0: born, yeah, right? yeah, um, yeah. So, how does Shiva take part in that creation? Because the Lord doesn't touch Maya. He glances. Lord Shiva carries the glance, and Lord Shiva impregnates Maya with the glance. He carries that that energy of Vishnu, and he impregnates Maya. So Vishnu never touches Maya. Shiva, he said, Lord Shiva comes. He's also Kala. He's also a form of time, and he impregnates Maya with the living entities and our karma. But he, he carries the glimpse. That's you find in Brahma Samhita at the beginning that he comes out from the uh, forge of of Vishnu and he. Comes to carry the glance because he does, um, Vishnu doesn't touch Maya. No touch. When he touches Maya, then he's Shiva.
1: Yeah,
0: when the Lord touches Maya, he becomes Lord Shiva because the Lord doesn't touch Maya. So there's a portion of Vishnu that comes out, and that's Lord Shiva, and he touches, he interacts with Maya. So we think external potency. Yeah. yeah, Maya is external potency. Yeah. Yes?
1: In the first kind of third chapter is Krishna, the source of all incarnations. Yes, Krishna is and the source. The second of seventh chapter is scheduled
0: incarnations. Mm-hmm. Yes. So what is the difference between that, that chapter? And there's no difference. They're the same. They're The same. It's, schedule. it's another name for Leela avatars. Mm. They're both lila avatars. Mm. But it's described again and again. So we have it twice. We have two lists. Mm-hmm. I, I I believe the one in second canto is more complete. There is more yep. more names there mm-hmm. than in the first canto. And Krishna and Balaram are not included. Mm-hmm. They are separate. And Rama all separate. Rama is separate, and Krishna and Balaram are separate. Not in the list there in second canto. So it's more clear. Although it's clear in first canto. And in first canto, they're telling that Krishna
1: is the source of his like the all-important, but like,
0: like, like uh, how the Krishna's Like all the incarnations coming from it. All the incarnations coming from Krishna, yeah. yeah. And the second canto uh, expands on that verse. Mm. And it shows Rama is, Rama is special, Krishna is special. Mm. They're treated they're separately from the list. They're treated separately. Okay, any other questions? The very first chapter six questions are asked in the first chapter six in the first chapter, in the first chapter six, chapter. six questions. Right, right. Yeah. The incarnations, that was one of the questions. Lila Avatars was one and Push Avatars was another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were two, two questions of the sages. Okay, any, any other questions?
2: You, said, you mentioned there are uh, diagrams uh, all the way to Kanto, Kanto. Kanto. Uh, do, do we have that? Uh, diagrams for what? Uh, for all the campus uh, you, you mentioned there is diagrams up to Kanto.
1: Uh, yeah,
0: that's, they're all separate books, but I didn't bring them with me. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can order them from Ras in Dublin or um, Divya Books And okay. You can get them from Vindavan. From Online you can get them. I didn't bring the whole set. Only I have here a second canto. Because that's when I'm doing the seminar. So okay. in one book, it is one canto. Much.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah the, there is
0: one book that has all the canto, but that is pictured for every chapter. I only had one copy and I sold that it's yesterday. Today, yeah. Oh. I only had one copy of that. I'll bring more next year. <laughs> you can get that also online from Rossi Higher in or Diddy Books. Mm-hmm. Any other question
1: About the universal form, it feels a little technical to understand the, we, we won't understand the Lord, but they are all coming, I mean, of course everything is coming from the Lord, like the hairs right. and the trees. Right, right,
0: right. It's just a way so you can relate the things of this world to the Lord. Mm-hmm.
1: It's more like for people like me Neophyte stones. Yeah, it's also. for those who
0: cannot, um, chan, they, they see externally more. They they see they, so that's chapter one, first step in god mm-hmm. first, And then you get super soul, and then you get bhakti. emotions mm-hmm. so. Okay, any other questions? Yes.
2: Um, back to the drinking it Slides out. Lord Shiva, Hmm. He's, um, Charge
1: the false ego. False ego, yeah. Can you elaborate
0: about that? Pardon me? Can
1: you
0: elaborate? Anything? Yeah, he worships Lord Sankarshan. Sankarshan, we also get our false ego from Sankarshan, or who's an expansion of Balara. So he's also called Tanasi. If you read fifth canto, you will see that Lord Shiva is worshipping Anantadev, who's at the bottom of the universe. But Anantadev is Sankarshan, he's actually Sankarshan. And uh, so Lord Shiva likes to chant his name, Ram, 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 Ram. Ram. It's Balaram. Balaram. And uh, yeah, so if we worship uh, Sankarshan, then we can get free from false ego. Lord Shiva also helps. He's a pure Vaishnava. And he will help us to be free from false ego. And, and the, all the Vishnu incarnations there: um, Vasudeva is is um, Mahavishnu, and um, Sankarshan is is uh, Anantadeva, and then we have Prajumna um, is Garuda Vishnu, and Aniruddha is Chirag Vishnu. All of the expansions are there. Yeah, so you guys thinking, like is that, you yeah, possible, thinking se- that we're separate from Krishna, that we're, I am, I am this body and everything is mine. That's false ego. Real ego, we describe I am servant of Krishna and Krishna is mine. Yeah. Any other? You
1: said in one book all the cantos are there. Yeah, there's one, one book. How it is divided, like, each, each canto in one, one picture, like.
0: Yeah, each canto has one picture okay. and the sections of the canto. Just like here we have one, um, this is the sections of second cantos. Mm-hmm. So in that book it has all of the cantos. Okay? Yeah. okay. Jai, all to Prabhupada, Hare Krishna.